Welcome back. So, one of the things I've been thinking of, and I, I mentioned this in the last video, or sorry, last podcast episode, uh, I do videos as well, uh, but the, one of the things I said is one of the best ways to learn something is to teach it to someone else. And one of the things I've been trying to wrap my head around lately is hooks. Uh, in the One Funnel Away Challenge, Russell first presents hooks using the idea of a backstory. He says, figure out what your backstory is, and then create hooks based on your backstory. So first you can have like a big hook that represents your overall backstory. Then take your backstory and find the smaller stories that make up the big story. Like um, I mentioned before, the one semester I had in college where I, I asked several girls out on a date and then they all canceled the day before. That is one story that leads up to a bigger story. Uh, recently, my wife and I, so when my wife and I got married, we couldn't afford a ring. I, I was out of work for um, eight months, and so she just had a, like one of those $20, $30 zirconium rings on her finger, and that's what she has worn for most of our marriage. And then recently, we were finally able to get her a real ring, and that is another story. It's like, it, it's such a contrast, because now I'm sharing the story of like how I went from having absolutely no job and no money to at least having enough to buy my wife a real ring, and it, it's a moment that I will never forget. She, when we found the right one, like she, her face was glowing. She, she was so excited. Um, and she she knew that that was the one she wanted, and then she was like freaking out. It's like, do we have the money for it? It's like, don't worry, I've been saving up for it. We we have the money for it, and we are going to be paying for it in cash, and that will be that. And so that that was that. But the so the hook for that would be like uh, going from absolutely broke to getting my wife a ring that she loves, or something like that. Or if I was trying to explain how to do it to others. How to go from absolutely broke to putting a, the perfect ring on your wife's finger. There, there, there are so many different ways you can structure a hook, but the easiest way to get started is by recognizing the stories that have led you to be where you are and dig in to how that uh, has contributed. So, on the topic of stories, I want to talk a little bit about my experience of going from, let's see, when I, when I left college, I was convinced that I was going to be an educator, and that, that that's strange because I never wanted to be a teacher, and for a bit, I got it in my head, you know, I think I'd love to teach because I found something I was fascinated in that I, I, I genuinely thought that I'd love to teach, but I moved got into the school and then they shut down the program that I was going to do shortly after and so my wife and I are sitting there kind of like what do we do now I, I have no idea what to do so I actually tried to get in there in the university's uh, video game development program and decided that wasn't for me I didn't really want to go into video games um, I mean I, I love playing them but at the same time I, I didn't really 
necessarily want to make them. At least, I didn't want to have to go to school for it. So, like, maybe someday in the future, if it if I get to the point where I can, but right now, I need something that I can have absolute certainty that will provide for my family. And so I just ended up working as IT support for a while. And I was already working IT support at this time, trying to go to school as well. And then, but I, I'll never get forget that feeling. It's like, I kind of, I, I was sad that the teaching thing did not work out. And then I actually tried to learn to teach some religion courses and um, that that didn't work out and it just it was a teaching it to teenagers and I just I, I wasn't a fit for the, pl the place where I was trying to apply to teach and so I, I kind of just gave up on the idea it's like I guess I'm not meant for teaching uh, and continued on with the IT support and eventually found my way into the software engineering uh, engineering realm but in the back of my mind I had this idea I was like what if the teaching thing had worked out how, how would I feel and then there was a part of me that was like you know you'll never make as much as a teacher as you would as a software engineer it's just that's not gonna happen this will let you provide for your family and it felt so good when I got my first job in the tech industry my wife and I looked at the paycheck we had we not, neither one of us had ever seen that much on uh, on paper and like it wasn't it wasn't a huge check but like my, my parents had never made that much and I don't know about her parents uh, maybe not more much more than that or I don't know the specifics but I, I know that for us it was enough to completely change our quality of life and from there I continued to advance quickly within my career field as a software engineer and just continued to make more and more until I finally broke the six-figure mark and things things were not the same as either one of us had thought we would be but at the same time I kept I didn't even realize what I was doing I kept finding opportunities to teach here and there I um, I enjoyed teaching art to kids and uh, so I did that off and on for a little while or te teaching art to just kind of whoever well that me I tried creating art tutorials at one point and just because I thought it was fun and then one day my wife's like maybe you should consider going back into teaching and I just kind of was like nah, I don't think I'd enjoy it but then as time passed I kept toying with the idea just kind of passively but actively I was starting to dwell on the fact that I didn't enjoy the software engineering it, it was really getting to me I, I just I didn't want to do it anymore I but I didn't know what I wanted to do in my mind I was still thinking well I don't like teaching um, I do like being an artist but I don't think I want to do it for a living and I don't really have any other skills what else am I supposed to do it's like pretty much the software engineering or bust and it, it was hard I felt I felt trapped I felt isolated like I, I had put myself in this position and it was distressing because I felt like 
I had done my absolute best to take care of my family and to make decent money and provide them with a good quality of life. And I was miserable. Like, I, I didn't want to get up in the morning. I, I absolutely did not want to go to bed. In fact, I absolutely hated the idea of going to bed because it meant I had to get up the following morning. And so I, I, I didn't know what to do. And so my wife and I started pursuing the idea of becoming an entrepreneur. And my wife has very always been very supportive as long as I am willing to work at it. I, I'm very good about once I've once set once I set my mind to something, finding a way to make it happen. And so she was like, "I've seen you do this before. Just if you do it again, I'm fine. I know you can do it. Just do it." And so. That, that's what we've been working on. And I realized teaching is a good thing because there are different ways to do it. And not everyone who teaches has to make less than they deserve. I believe that teachers are fantastic people and the majority of them should be making far more than they do. Um, I say the majority because I didn't think I do think there are bad teachers out there, um, but a good teacher, someone who genuinely tries to understand the material and to teach it in a way that impacts lives and influences people for the better, that is someone who deserves to make as much as possible and Unfortunately, we live in a society that doesn't pay teachers what they're worth. But we also live in a society that is built on a system where if you can find a way to offer value to enough people at once and have them pay you because they believe in the value that uh, you're offering them, then even teachers can make <clears throat> significant amount of money. That's why you have people like Tony Robbins He's, he's one of the greatest teachers on the planet. And he knows how to sell himself to people who he's be who believe in him. He creates belief within them that they're capable of change. And then they want his help to make changes when he teaches them the things that they need to know. And they are willing to pay him for it. And because he could do that and he can reach people on such a massive scale... He's both a teacher and he's a teacher who makes a significant amount of income because he's learned how to offer that value to enough people in a succinct amount of time. And so I saw that and I was like, that's the kind of teacher I want to be. I want to be the kind of teacher who can offer enough value to as many people as will let me in a succinct amount of time and so that, that's what I'm that's what I'm working toward and in the end my wife was right she, she's been telling me the whole time that and at heart I'm a teacher and here I am trying to figure out a way to do exactly that but just in a way that sounds fun in a, in a way where people want to be want to be there want to be want to hear my message want to hear what I have to say and want to be helped by it rather than just people who are there because they have to be. Uh, and I think that's going to make all the difference.
But thank you for listening. I'll talk to you later.